on this week's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Craig Brooks, owner and founder of Correct Choice. His no bullshit and authentic approach on LinkedIn has won him millions of views and incredible following, and he's now seen as an influential figure on the platform. Craig, mate, absolutely thrilled to have you on board. I've been watching your content from afar and seeing your meteoric rise. I love your authenticity and you've got such a great following and I'm, I'm really proud to have you on as, as a guest. We've only just kind of got together on this, really, and I'm so, so honoured that you've agreed to, to, to jump on this podcast. Um, it's the Purpose Led Leadership Podcast and what I ask all my guests is to kind of go back in time as far as you can go, uh, back to school days or further back, and talk to us about your journey, your 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 um, adversity, uh, all that kind of stuff, and just the floor's basically yours. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you very much for having me on. So, yeah, cool. Looking forward to it. So, so talk to us kind of like your journey today, because you've kind of had a, a very eclectic uh, life, may I say, but to sort of go back to kind of your earliest memories and talk us through kind of to where you are now. I mean, earliest memories, if I'm being honest, of school days, mate. I, were, I was the corridor kid at school, uh, always stood on corridor, always getting in trouble and never really achieved anything academically. Um, if there was something happening at school, my face would be there kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was one of them. I don't know. I kind of set myself up for a bit of a failure in, in the sort of school days and I don't know, it kind of one of them where I got myself a little bit of a reputation uh, and that carried on throughout school and kind of hindered me a little bit and yeah it won't for me mate it won't for me so no I mean I'm, I, I can relate to that in my school days um I didn't complete a lot a, a full week in my last year I just I just didn't get on with school I just I just found the whole thing very got very anxious about the whole kind of structure of it but was there any kind of reason behind that do you think was it was it your your home just life a naughty, naughty child or just a naughty kid uh and probably i mean i'm not a doctor or anything like that but i probably have a adhd or or something do you get what i mean uh looking back on that now if it was if it was clinically diagnosed i mean when i were in yeah. sort of uh like junior school and things like that. I weren't allowed to have like certain coloured sweets and cursory numbers and, and things like that. I was a little knobhead. Uh, my mum and dad were kind of the most sort of nicest, you know what I mean, people yeah. knowing. Hard-working, yeah. hard-working parents, good morals, good ethics, uh, strict dad, just wanted mm. you to succeed. Mum that obviously uh, had your back no matter what you did. Uh, so I've come from a good family. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's one of them things where I look back as a child, when I was an actual child, and think, why do I do the things that I do? Mm. Why, why am I doing this? Why am I grounded again? Why am I doing this again? So... Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, it is. thinking back to those days, we, we obviously we talk about all the rest of it as well. I mean, to relate to myself, I remember feeling very kind of inferior, almost different or not accepted, not worthy. Was there any kind, can you remember any kind of emotions or feelings that you had around you as a person compared to others? Not really, no. We were just the sort of, wow, shit, why have I done this again? I mean, mm. getting suspended from school. I, you've got to understand that when I was growing up, the, the, the sort of punishment that you'd get as a child then would not be acceptable now. Do you get what I mean? So right. kind of, do you know what I mean? I got I got looked after. My parents treat me well, but also my dad would punish me and ground me. 
for, for doing things wrong and it was all the time uh, and I always used to think to myself why, 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 why did I do that why did I do that yeah I mean, back in, I think we're probably similar ages. I'm, I'm mid forties. You might be a bit younger than me, actually. Actually, um, but She's we. Are, are, are you, 35. <laughs> 35. Sorry, mate. Service there. What am I talking about? Hello. <laughs> um, I'll take it all back. <laughs> um, I mean, I used to. My dad used to give me the slipper and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't. Say, it doesn't sound like your parents were particularly strict, but they they did they did sort of um, sort of punish you in, in in the way that they felt was good for you. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've had groundings for a month. Do you get what I mean? I've had groundings for two months. I've had I've had nothing. Just sit on your bed. Right. That's wow. it, nothing. You're grounded. Eat your tea, go to bed. Wow. Do you know that, what I mean? Because there was that quite... much of a because yeah. there was that much of a pain in the arse when I was younger. Hmm. Uh, and I look back at that now and I just think, what the fuck? Why what, what, what? you know what I mean? I've got such a good relationship with mum and my dad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at one point it was a little bit ropey with my dad because hmm. it's kind of you've had a chance, you've had a chance, you've done it again, 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 you've done it again. And you just carried on until it's probably my early twenties. Really? Uh, yeah, until something clicked in my head. I mean, don't get me wrong, I never went a, a, over the sort of threshold of being criminal. Do you get what I mean? Doing something of no return. Yeah, I've yeah. never stole anything. I've never killed anybody. I've never gone drink driving. I've never done anything of, of severe severity where you can never come yeah. back from that. Yeah. Uh, but fighting, scrapping, being a knobhead, being pissed up, getting arrested for drunken disorder, things like that. I've done it. I've been there, done it. Mm. And it kind of, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a totally different person now. And I've been for, for, for well over 10 years. Uh, it's took yeah. me into a sort of different area in life now. I, I see things a little bit differently. Mm. So talk to us about that. You say that that kind of misbehaviour kind of um, carried on through to your early 20s. What happened in your early 20s to now to kind of talk about that journey? Because it seems like you've had a bit of a, a bit of a life-changing moment, or has it just been... I kind of grew up, I grew up in a mining village, small village on the outskirts of a, of a city, Nothing really happens in there. Don't get me wrong. Do you get what I mean? Uh, if you go over the motorway bridge, people start getting nosebleeds uh, and headaches and need to go back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was kind of one of them things where nobody really stretched out of that village. So you we a group of lads, you're causing mischief, you go to boozer with 20 of you, and five of you end up having a scrap at end at night. And it was just part and, part, it was part and parcel of, of sort of village life. When I kind of met my wife, moved away from there, moved into a city, Sheffield, things like that, my life flourished. Because, don't get me wrong, while I might not have been the the, the nicest chap in my early 20s, or, or, or should I say my teens, mm. I always knew there was something in my brain that I knew I was capable of, of achieving something. I knew that I just needed that sort of, that, that, that break or that opportunity. Uh, and it's come to fruition what I thought would happen has, has, has happened. And I'm, I'm starting to achieve and, and starting to unlock things in my yeah. life that I never thought were possible. The confidence you've got now online, and obviously you've built a business of great magnitude, that doesn't come um, easy. That You need to have a lot of kind of confidence. But it feels as if you've had that inner confidence for a while, but you've, you've it's only kind of flourished lately i mean in terms, in terms of mental health and well-being talk to us about that journey as well because i feel as if there's there's a lot more to, to to your journey than just kind of um what you've what you've highlighted so far no so i mean with the mental health it's kind of one of them things where it kind of interlocks with that i know i can achieve something 
I know I'm good, better than this. Don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking anybody who lives in a village, I'm not knocking anybody like that, but it's just not for me. I am not the yeah. nine to five guy. I am not the collect my eight pound an hour, yep, uh, go home, pay bills, yep, live that life. I want more. Uh, and I think that was a part of my mental health so struggles. I think that added to it, knowing that I, I, I could achieve something and it wasn't happening. Why the fuck is this happening? Why are yeah, I yeah. not yeah, doing yeah. what I know I can do? Do you get what I mean? Mm. Then you've kind of got sort of opportunities where every opportunity then where I thought, fucking hell, this could be the break. This could be the one. This is where it kind of failed. It failed, it failed. Mm. I went into partnership in a gym. I mean, I passed my personal training when I was 20, 20, 24, 23. Everyone doubted me. Not uh, academically brainy enough to do that. Smashed it, top in class. Fucking offered a job straight away. Yeah. Uh, best, best out of 15 people. I kind of opened my own business with personal training. And then I got into a sort of partnership with somebody and it was my dream to open a gym by the time I was 30. And mm. then at 26. Uh, invested a lot of time and invested a lot of sort of mental sort of uh, space into that. Do you get what I mean? Did yeah, that yeah. with my wife as well. Uh, and I had to sell my share due to being in partnership with the wrong person. Mm. And I think that were kind of the, the fucking pin. Yeah. The grenade. Do you get what I mean? Right, right. You know, we're like, that's it, it's gone. That's It's, it's time mm. for you to, to stop fucking, you know yeah. what I mean? Wow, what is going wrong? Uh, and I got a lot of anxiety from it. And, 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 and you know what I mean? It's like one of them things where people, my wife is like, you are depressed. It's mm. depression. Do you get what I mean? So I don't know. That's how that kind kind of came about. That's that's, that's yeah. How that's it. interesting. Well, we can delve into that a little bit more deeply. I mean, when I built my, I built a bloody multi million pound business and kind of lost that all. And most of the viewers and listeners will know all about that. But I realise now that my why was wrong. I was doing it to impress my parents or impress other people. Or and I, I thought success was deemed around the size of my car, watch, house, all this kind of shit. Now I'm, I'm a different person. Where don't get me wrong, money is, is important to me. But actually what I do, my purpose, my fulfilment, all that kind of stuff is, is... I get that sense with you, but why are you doing what you're doing now? Is there any particular reason why you're doing it? I mean, I think I started... I think I wanted to achieve something and I wanted to... To, to get that sort of level of success with monetary value, possessions and things like that mm. for, a, for, for redemption and, and kind of redemption with me, with my parents and kind of to right. show them that I have fucking done it. I have achieved. I, I am not, I'm not a waster, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. kind of prove to other people that, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not what you think I am. That's, I, that's really, that's really interesting that we, we both feel or felt that we have to do this to hit a certain expectation with our parents and, and other people. And I, and I feel that whilst that was, that's been a huge driver for me now, I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for myself. And I feel you're, you're evolving through that now a little bit by the sounds of it. But do you believe that's because you've achieved it and you've got to that level that you've now can turn around and go, I've done it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. And I don't want this to come across in the wrong way. And I hope it doesn't. I don't look at the bank account. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to think now about going to the shop and mm. buying something on my card. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to struggle with that. Right. And once you, I think, and don't get me wrong, I'm not fucking loaded or all like that, so I don't, don't, you know what I mean? But I've got a nice car. I've yeah, got a sure. nice house. Sure. You know what I mean? I can book a holiday without having to save up for 12 months. Yeah. And now I've reached that, I don't care. That's the interesting thing because I, I got to a stage where I was a millionaire at 26, 27 and that was all great. But then what's beyond that? And it's not about me. It's being a, 
Yeah, but that's that, and that's an interesting point. Now you've kind of hit that, you've conquered that that thing where you've 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 got your bank balance, you're financially secure, kind of stuff. That, this is where I think people, you know, they have they, they go in different directions. Some people get get quite depressed because they, they they've reached that point and think, oh, what's next? And for me, it was it was going in in a different direction of serving others. So have you thought about now? Now, now you've kind of got that. Do you still have your drive, or what is your driving motive now? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, like I said, is I don't want that to come across the wrong way. I'm, I, right. I wouldn't. I'm not loaded. I'm just. I'm just all right. I'm. I'm, I'm earning a, a, a decent salary, but it's kind of one of them things now where I don't have to worry. I mean, this morning I've had an issue with boiler. There's, you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. looking at my wife. Don't worry about it. If I've got to buy a new boiler, I'll buy a new boiler. Don't fucking don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. And that is nice to have that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. It's nice to have the sort of, not the stress of, course. Of, of, of bills and struggling to pay your mortgage. Now, when I've looked back at the, the, the previous years where I've lost jobs, and I've been a dickhead and lost roles and yeah. I had to drive home crying in my car yeah, to yeah. Christmas, yeah, to my wife to say, fucking hell, what yeah. have you done? Yeah, yeah. Then your wife's got to pay your bills and, and, and sort of support you for three months, two months. Then to be able to reverse that role and be the sort of kind of cliche yeah. man and, and produce and be able to give back. Do you know what I mean? That's all I want. All I want really nowadays is to look after my family. And I yeah. want to have a nice... I want me, I want me, my son to have nice things. I want my wife to have nice things, and I don't want to go without. Uh, me personally, I'll never lose my drive. Do you get what I mean? Uh, I always want more. I'll always want a, a better car. I always want a better house. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not uh, at all. I, th- I, th- I think you've, I think you've, you've, you come across really well on that point. And I think for me, it's about also as well, not just uh, maintaining that drive which you've got on your purpose, but also. As we both know, probably, um, when things are going well, anyone can sing when they're winning. But sometimes things can bite us on the, on the fucking ass. We'll, we'll, we'll swing along well and something can happen, you know. So the, I guess the question to you is, what, what do you do? What have you done to maintain that kind of measure, that mental health, that well-being? What sort of techniques or do you, do you check in with other people? Because it's kind of uncharted territory, you know, for you, I guess. And, and it has been for me reaching a good point of, of success. You know, you still, you still need to look after yourself mentally. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole sort of mental health thing came apparent on, on New Year's Eve a couple of years ago. Uh, we were at our house, had a party, got a little bit overwhelming. Some were just like, fucking hell, I need to get out of here. And I went for a walk with a dog with one of my friends. Uh, I just burst out crying. Just uncontrollably, couldn't stop crying. Uh, overwhelming sense of emotion. And he was just like, what the fuck? Come here, mate. Yeah. Kind of had a chat and I'm like, mate, I don't, don't want to be here anymore. Do you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't want to be here. Wow. It kind of changed everything from then. So that's where I understood the power of talking. Mm. The, oh, man up, you're a knobhead. If you say things like that, you're totally, a fucking idiot. Totally agree. Uh, it's one of them things where, I don't know, we check in regularly with friends. I speak about it. People ask me, you know what I'm like now. Do you yeah, know what I mean, you know that I, I kind of am up and down. People speak to me about it, and and it's kind of you build a network around people that you know also as well. Go through them things. I mean, don't get me wrong; I have some days, mate, where I just feel like shit. Yeah, yeah, of but course. Things where it never goes away. I don't think no. it'll ever go away. Uh, I don't think it'll ever disappear. I just think it's about recognizing it and going. You know what? I'm having a fucking really one day today. Uh, totally. I'm going to do a bit of work and then I'm going to sit down and watch Netflix. 
totally. You're better off, as you rightly say, you're better off acknowledging it and saying hello to it and befriending it uh, the, rather than trying to put on a brave face and work through and battle through. That's where that's where people go wrong, particularly men of our age. Um, it's a pressure constantly, and, and you need to release that pressure. It's like anything. You get what I mean? Anything mechanical that gets overwhelmed with pressure, you need you need to release that. Yeah. Uh, we're all beings. We shouldn't feel ashamed. I've just currently got a friend. What we discovered is is having a bad time. Uh, I didn't think he'd be the type of bloke to to kind of suffer. Yeah. He's opened up to us, and now it's kind of wow. It's we've realised that he's, he's going through a bad bad, bad phase. Uh, wants to take his motorbike out and not come back. See, that's the, that, that's the thing you say the type of blokes and it's like you, 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 people get biased or they get judgment he's got tattoos he's got a shaved head he's got a beard he's, he, he works in construction or what, you know he so he can't oh. be this or he can't be that he, you know but it's actually it's, it's those type it doesn't it, it, it but it's how he carries himself yeah. it's how he carries himself he carries himself in that manner he right. portrays himself to be the hard bastard the mm. don't fucking no, no I'm not a pussy you get what I mean yeah yeah and yeah swore that yourself because I were a little bit like that you do, do you get what I mean I mean you yeah. can tell mannerisms the way I am you know what I mean you can tell I'm that type of bloke but it's not until you swallow that and kind of go mm. you know what I, let's not I'm not really like that I'm not like that I'm, and I and I think that's why well I know that's why you've done very well on LinkedIn in terms of your, your following and, and your content because you are basically your fucking self and and that, and that can be you talking about mental health crying having a laugh being serious what, you're just yourself you know what LinkedIn is such a it's, I don't it, it fucking pisses me off right because it's a social media platform everybody's got a different idea of professionalism no one really gives a fuck if somebody don't like your content, that's their problem. Yeah. If you don't like it, great, bye. Yeah, there's an abundance of people on there, millions and millions of people, whatever. And people will come and go, and you will get connections with people, you'll get friends with people, you won't, you'll dislike people, and it's just life, yeah? Yeah. Put out the content that you believe in, people will get to know you, and you'll either do well on there or you won't. And if you don't do well on there, and you're trying, and you're trying to be you, and you're trying to put out what you believe in, might not be for you. Look for someone else. Yeah, but that's not that's the that's, that's the main point, isn't it? Is, is 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 being yourself, not trying to pander to what people what you think people are like. And I think I think the authenticity <coughs> is, is so important. I think that's that's a really good piece of advice. Is there any other advice you'd give around people? Because what you've done is you you know um, your windows and doors business. I mean, it's, it doesn't it doesn't fit with LinkedIn, but. Can you just talk about talk about your journey into how did you start out on LinkedIn? What happened and all that kind of stuff? So well, I was on LinkedIn many years ago in a in a, in a sort of employed role where a sales manager, uh, CEO, were like, right, you need to devise a call pitch. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to. And it's like, okay, no worries. Never knew no different. We used to send 20, 30 call pitches a day with my team. Get my team to do that. Yeah, and never get a fucking buyer. Yeah, <coughs> never. Exactly. Yeah. Never. A company, when, I left, when, I, when I left that role and opened my own business, it was kind of, LinkedIn is shit. Yeah. It's shit. And then it was like, right, okay, uh, I've got a bit of a, a story. I've got a bit of a sort of, mm. you know I mean, I'm in trouble glazing now. There's a lot of scumbags out there. Let's start educating people on what to look out for and how not to get ripped off. Totally. I did a video about an old woman getting kind of nearly scammed on one window, 750 quid. Yeah, I saw we that. We did it for now for her. We just chucked it in for now. You know what I mean? We did it for yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound, don't worry about it. 
we went viral. And people were like, right, okay, that were me in a van with no branding on, in a, in, in a jumper, swearing a camera, kicking off about how I shouldn't rip all women off. Yeah. Viral. And it was like, right, well, I've just done everything different than what yeah. I've ever been talking about LinkedIn and how to yeah. not swear and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. And it kind of took off. And I've not changed that since. And I won't. That's why you've done well. And you're so right around. There's so many people on LinkedIn that think that the cold, when I put stuff about the cold call being dead and they don't get the whole inbound stuff where you're nurturing it. What you've done is you've been yourself and you've nurtured your customers to come to you. So rather than this cold pitch of making 30, 40 calls a day and hoping someone's going to pick up the phone and say, yes, it's a completely different approach, isn't it? Yeah, and it's a different type of product. If I did that, I would be like every traditional double glazing company where we're going out there pressuring people and trying to force that sale. At the end of the day, if you don't like my content on LinkedIn and you don't like my videos and things yeah. like that, not going to have me in your house. What, um, what percentage of interest, what percentage of, if you know this answer, or, or monetary value, or yeah, how would you quantify the return you've had on LinkedIn, would you say? About 400 grand. Bloody hell. Well, anyone who's doubting, you know, the, the, the ability of utilizing LinkedIn as a platform in a way of your personal brand. And that's, you, you haven't leveraged your business. You've leveraged yourself, right? Yeah, because end of the day, we are a small company. There's six of us. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm the face of the company. Nobody else is bothered about even getting involved in any videos. Can't force them. Let mm-hmm. them do what they're good at. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're good at doing what they do. I'll do what I do in the business is I'm a co-founder uh, I run it I do the sales of the marketing and yeah. that's that's it it's, it's one of them things where I'm trying to put a message out in double glazing that you should be able to buy double glazing like you can buy a loaf of bread I should be able to come down to your house get your requirements take what you want from you you answer ask questions I tell them you I tell you a price and I leave if you can yeah. go with us do I need to force you to spend £15,000 £20,000 if I'd have to do that, then you're not really sure about buying. There's going to be some buyer's remorse. There's going to be some cancellations and there's going to be some bad reviews. I want yeah. you to come to me and you buy from us because it's the easiest sell you can possibly do because yeah. all I'm doing is signing an agreement with you. That's it. You're buying. Oh, mate, I've been in recruitment 23, 24 years. And, you know, as you might know, recruitment's got a relatively bad reputation. You know, a state agency has, but bloody hell, double glazing salesman, you know, with, with respect, you know, to, to, to overcome. You have to give respect, mate. It's, it's right. It's, the, it's absolutely yeah. tarnished. And it's probably, I would say, out of every trade or any sector, I think, sales wise, you would put a double glazing salesperson at the top of the scumbag tree. Definitely. And how, how you've, mitigated that and, and to turn people's view around is 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 it is it's a real good example of of what you can achieve by just literally being yourself but also that integrity piece in terms of your 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 values i, I get a strong sense of doing the right thing by people is that right put on an appointment this morning old couple 75 year old they want to change the roof on the conservatory uh, first thing I said to him is ethically as a company we're not going to touch your roof unless you change these frames well other companies said that they can do that that's fine they want to take your money off you yeah yep. they want to do the job take your money and go alright great great can you explain why and then that's what I'm liking on the sales appointments I would rather refuse the work that it not be right that it not be done ethically or me not be- or us as a company not believe in it mm. I will happily turn you down than take that money off you because that's why we've got 
400 on odd reviews, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Can't find a bad review about us anywhere online. 120 yeah. on Google, 5 out of 5. And that's because we say it how it is, we help people, we'll refuse work, I don't need the headache, simple as that. Going back to what you said about the, the, the pin moment, I think, when you were you, you fell out with your business partner, you had some anxiety and depression. I want, can you just talk about the time where you, you kind of hit rock bottom or the time where you had to really, really, really dig deep? Because you talked about not wanting to be here. I'd quite like to delve into that in terms of how you evolved through that. And was it a process or was it just a sort of wake up one day, I'm going to change my life kind of thing? Pure support from your wife, 100%. 100%. The family, the, 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 I can only put it down to my wife uh, and the support that I got from her. Uh, she's been with me on my lowest. She's been with me on my highest. Yeah, she's been part of it. She's wow. been through the process. She's changed me as a person. And mm. she's also as well been there when I've been fucking bad and yeah. not no money and not being able to pay any bills. You know what I mean? Struggling, throwing opportunities away, been low, been super depressed, and she's always been there to say, "You'll do it. You'll mm. do what you say. You'll yeah. do it. You'll do it." Let's talk about leadership. What what traits? Because you you run a you run a business and you've got people. So what leadership traits do you um, do you do you value? And how 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 would you describe your leadership? I mean, I've been totally on, on transparent again with you in the last employed role that I had. I was a sales manager. I mimicked the sort of CEO, higher management, and I will tell you now, I was a terrible, terrible, terrible manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of led me out of the business. It kind of pushed me out of the business. Right. Sort of that bad. Yeah, we're an arrogant knobhead. Uh, That's interesting. You said that you mimicked. You, you mimicked. This is what happens. You you mimicked your, uh, your bosses or your leaders at the right time. Yeah. Because they were absolutely, you know what? It was one of them where I thought I was in their pocket. I was getting looked after. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're a really good salesman, really good. I don't care what anybody, anybody knows that I was, I've always been a top seller and I kind of was in that role. I outperformed the sales director. He sacked the sales director and kind of gave me the sort of responsibilities that he had. I built a team and I thought I was fucking invincible. Yeah. Uh, that I did. So what I do now is everything the opposite that I did. That's it. I think I've I've probably learned more from myself and others how not to do it than how to do it. And I think that takes a certain amount of awareness and emotional intelligence. And people people look at me in recruitment and probably you in double glaze and think, yeah, this guy's got... They they judge us for having... uh, You have to have a certain level of emotional intelligence to do what you do, without a doubt. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, 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 is that now... The guys are self-employed who obviously work for us. It's part and parcel of the trade. I'll pay for half a day's. I'll pay for a full day when they have it off. I, I don't mind. I'll treat them as well as I can. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I want them to finish work on a Friday and send me a message saying, what a fucking guy you are. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cheers, mate. Looked after us again. Yeah. Looked after us again. And I don't mind that because without them, I don't have a business. You don't sound like a man who's had or has got many regrets, but if you were to turn the clock back and you were 18 again, what would you do differently? I don't know, mate, to be fair. I really don't. I mean, I don't know. It's one of them where I've done what I said I was going to do. And yeah, and I've, yeah I mean, I've, I've started to, 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 you know what I mean, achieve uh, a different sort of lifestyle. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I probably would have, 
pushed, yeah, to probably gone into business a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Probably, but I don't know because this path has brought me to here. It's all the different sales roles I've had. It's all the different the the different fucking adversity that, that I've been sacked three times. Yeah, I've had to quit due, due to recessions. I've lost opportunities, and that kind of molds you and yeah, brings yeah. skills and resilience to allow you to be the person that you are now. Maybe back at 18, 20 years old, if I had my own business, then I might have still been that cocky knobhead. Mm. Uh, and I probably would have and probably failed. But yeah. now I've been humbled. <laughs> Do you know? yeah. I have. I've been, I've been humbled. I've been brought back down to earth kind of thing. Mm. Uh, and I'm a different person now. I think that's right. I think sometimes we have to kind of lose lose stuff, possessions, people, money, uh, relationships, or, or hit rock bottom to actually realise you know what it's all about. And I feel that um, uh, sometimes learning the hard way is actually the best way. At the time, uh, it, it feels fucking difficult, doesn't it? But I still feel we've got a choice. I say this pretty much on every podcast. Podcast, you've had adversity. Everyone's had some form of adversity, and yours might be worth it. Myself, huh? I, brought, I probably brought it on myself. Do you get what yeah. I mean? And, and that's it. I mean, apart yeah. from being in partnership with the wrong partner, yeah. kind of being a little bit naive and things like that. I mean, nah, you, you won't sneak a peanut past me. <laughs> Not a chance. No. Do you know what I mean? No. I, I've just, my zero bullshit fucking like, detector is off the chart. And yeah. that's, I just, just see it so much every day on LinkedIn everywhere. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm so sort of numb totally. to it. It's, it's a self-respecting, isn't it? I think, I think, as you said before, like, you know, you should never water down something you, you, you believe in. And I, I put out some controversial content and it's, it's quite difficult sometimes because you get flack and this kind of stuff. But I think the moment you start to pander, you, you know, you go off track. I just think it's a real skill to just, you know, put your flag in the sand and go, no, I fucking believe this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stand by that. And I think that's what you've done very well. No, I, I totally agree with you. And, I mean, there's certain people out there that I really respect in the marketing sort of area. Uh, and it's kind of, they come out with things like, if you're indifferent, nobody fucking cares who you are, mate. <laughs> nobody cares about it. No. That's why people That's are failing. That's, That's why true. people fail. Because they're bland. Yeah, they won't be themselves. They won't talk yeah. about what they believe in. They won't stand the ground. So you've got the integrity in your business and, and, your, and, your, and your life. And, you know, I, th- I think that your content does uh, inspire a lot of people. But what's the future going to be like? What sort of goals and plans do you have for your, for your business, your life, your, your wife, your, your kids or whatever you want to do? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's one of them where now I just don't set any goals. I'm not bothered. Okay. Don't care. Don't care about goal setting. Don't care. And it's, I want to achieve this. I will do it. I don't see that as a goal. I don't see goals as taking small steps to achieve things and to to achieve things that you don't think or that you think it'll take you a long time to achieve. Now I just think I want to do this and I will do it uh, and kind of do what I can. And however long it takes, yeah, yeah. do the action to try and get there. Me personally, I don't want the business to get much bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to keep it kind of on a, on a short leash. You know what I mean? I want to keep it controllable. Things are working at the minute. Probably get another two or three gangs, maybe another two gangs, uh, another two vans on the road. Yeah. Get maybe, maybe get up to about six vans or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Probably business-wise, that's just probably as far as I want to go. Don't really want to go nationwide. Mm. Potentially may look to franchise in the yeah. future. 
to try and show people how to how to sort of take this business model and be an ethical double glazing company. Yes. Son, I mean, he's coming to now like 16. Well, he's, he's my stepson, so oh, right. he's coming to like 16. Uh, it's his yeah. birthday next week. Uh, and nice. it's one of them where I want to I help him open his own business. I will help him fund it. I will help him get on his feet. I want him to, I want him. It's, it's yeah. what I want. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. I'd not, whatever he wants to do, that's fine. But he's kind of on the same page. I want to get, I'd like him to get into a trade. Yeah. That's where the money's at. I'd like him to get into some sort of a trade, plumbing, electrician. And if he does that and he enjoys it, he's got the financial support here to open his own business. And I will, and I will stand by his side and help him do that. I think that's great. I think the whole goal setting piece, I mean, you've got to do you right. And I think some people set goals and, 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 and that kind of stuff for the sake of it, because it sounds like a good mystical thing. What a lot of people do is they listen to fucking idiots, right? That you need a gratitude journal. You need to get up at 5 a.m. They're all <laughs> looking for these silver bullets of yeah, success. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all looking for the, the ticket to success. And success is hard work. It's perseverance, yep. It's being re resilient and it's being and having something of mm. what, what you can sell, what you can do. It's, it's fucking doing it and, and doing what you can. Sure. Everybody's looking for that. Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. You need to do what you want. Do I get out of bed at five o'clock in the morning? No. If I can get out of bed at eight, yeah, great. Do you know what I mean? If I can get out of bed at seven, whatever. It's just do what you want to do. Yeah. It's your brain. It's not, one, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach, is this? And that, that, that 5 a.m. thing does work for some people, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You've got to find your way, that's basically. Fine. Yeah. That, that's fine. If you get up at that time and you're really productive, that's great. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. Don't want to, you don't want to run into me at that time anymore. <laughs> I'm sure not. I'm sure not. <laughs> just, you know what I mean, though? It's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just not for me. Totally. It's not, I love that. I don't, need, I don't need to write in a book what I'm grateful for. I see right. it every day. Yeah, yeah. And that's I'm it. I'm grateful for it. So in, on that point then, in terms of any tips or advice you'd like to give anyone kind of getting onto LinkedIn, building a business, trying to evolve out of their own anxiety or well-being or mental health stuff, just any general advice that, um, if you don't mind, around, you know, how to, how to kind of find, find your success? Me personally, I'm a great believer in gut feeling. Great believer in gut feeling. I think it's you, you sort of it, it's your compass, mm. and mm. I believe that people should should harness that a little bit more, yeah, and do what they feel they're compelled to do and drawn to do. Uh, you start asking a lot of people will tell you that if you ask family for advice and things like that, they'll do what they can to shield you. Yeah, if you're asking yeah. other people like friends and family, I mean, friends, sorry, who are in an employed role and they're not a business owner, they won't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, the, the biggest sort of advice that I would give to people is go with your gut feeling. Totally. Do what you're compelled and what you're drawn to do mm. and speak to people that have achieved yes. or being a while, yeah, or where you would like to be. Yeah. I agree with that. Having the good, having good people around you, but your your gut instinct, your intuition, is is your is your is your compass. And I feel that sometimes we can be flooded by advice and all this kind of stuff, and we we, we do things because we think people are telling us the right thing. More often than not, the answer is already within you, isn't it? You just got to believe in it. Yeah, yeah. But there's so much cliche, cliche and generic 
sort of advice around business that you should do this, you should do that. Mm. And it's not. I opened my business with £2,000. Yeah. Mm. I've never, ever, ever, ever not took a wage. Right. Ever. Or you don't, you need to invest in your business for a year. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You need no. to do what you want to do. Yeah. Next year, we will be well over a million pound company. Amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's, you don't, you don't have to do that. Who's telling you this generic shit? Yeah. You get what I mean? The, do what you want to do. The theme I'm getting from you is, is the integrity, the intuition, but just be your fucking self. And that's, exactly. that, you, you know, that's basically it. So I was going to ask the question of where can we find you? But I mean, it's obviously LinkedIn, but in, in any kind of um, sort of parting words or, and where's, where, if someone wants to reach out to you, how would they best do that? I mean, don't speak to me on LinkedIn. You know, what I mean, it's, it's contact me through through his business. Uh, his email addresses, everything are always. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, what I mean, you just go to type as in, in Google. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. It's just one of them things where I'll do what I can to help anybody. People know where I am, and it's it's one of them things where I don't know. Give out, treat people how you want to be treated. Mate, you're an inspiration. I, I love chatting to you, mate. I love your content. I love what you're doing. I love your authenticity. You're a top man and you deserve all the success and happiness and fulfillment that you're getting. And I'm sure there's loads more to come. So I just want to say thank you, mate. I really enjoyed chatting oh. to you. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. The Purpose Led Leadership Podcast is sponsored by Pincherry. Pincherry are all-in-one CRM and ATS platform, purpose-built for recruitment and staffing agencies. I chose to partner with Ventura because honestly, I'm a customer. They keep me competitive, plug into my calendar and email, and make the whole admin part of my job as a recruiter a hell of a lot easier. The Purpose and Leadership Podcast listeners get 25% off Ventura's onboarding. So if you're looking for a recruitment CRM to accelerate your growth, check them out at Ventura.io forward slash Chris O'Connell.